Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. All right, let's do it. Coach Brown is here. Let's talk to him. And, uh, boy, we talked about Arkansas coming off a big win. How about a statement win for Central Arkansas this weekend at Kennesaw State? 49-49-51, and 51, the last three games out from a scoring standpoint. And defensively, absolute lockdown performance by your defense. 51-24, the final coach. Hey, congrats. This is a team that was picked to win the league before the season, and you guys went over to Georgia and shut them down. Yeah, and I think preseason polls, not that they matter, but preseason polls, I think they were sixth or seventh in most polls. Um, so obviously a ton of respect in Kennesaw State and who they are, and, and uh, Coach Bohan and I have a ton of respect for him and the way he runs that program. Man, they, they've won a lot of games there. And so, that you know, it, it, I don't care what, what the circumstances are for, for us to go over there and win a game, especially the day after they announced their move, uh, which I – you know, they plan on going FBS, Conference USA, and making that jump to go over there and, and, and win in that fashion was a big deal. And, I, and, and, and again, it keeps us on pace in the, in the A-Sun Conference. You know, make, puts us at 2-0, and and we're still on top of the A-Sun Mountain, and that's a big deal. Yeah, the Bears are 2-0, and and everybody else is 1-and-whatever or worse. So you yep. guys are the only 2-0 and team in the league right now. Wes was asking earlier, and I still don't understand the formula. I'm not sure anybody does. What does the automatic qualifier look like? Notice I'm silent. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody really knows. You know, let's win out. That, that's all that matters. You yeah. know, if we if we went out, uh, you know, that that then we'll we'll control our own destiny. Uh, you know, I know there's some formula and some different things. We we we're still in some type of um, uh, combination deal with the WAC. Um, there is a you know as far as um, one bid coming from both of those conferences because we are limited with numbers. Um, you know, there's not the ASUN WAC challenge like last year. Um, you're still playing a full ASUN schedule, a full WAC schedule, but there is some crossover, um, which our Stephen F. Austin game will be. Um, yeah. You know, week week ten or eleven, whatever week that is. Um, so I don't, I, I I can't really explain it i just know we just let's just keep holding our our end of the deal and winning games do you feel good at seven and four if you guys went out and get to seven and four you feel like that's a good enough resume with the schedule you play to get in we're in okay all right was that the best performance to date it is it is and 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 what made it even better was just uh coming off of coming off a tough week the week before um obviously offensively we played well um two weeks ago against lindenwood but um you know defensively we, we we didn't play our best game of the year and that that was that was frustrating because our defense is and justin i've had many discussions about this our defense has been really good all year um and just just uh just a weird week and so for our defense to bounce back like they did i thought uh offense defense special teams the whole package all three phases i mean you, you go to kennesaw state kennesaw georgia um, play a perennial power like them and, and handle them in that way. That's that's a huge win and obviously a complete game. And that's that's what we knew we needed to do to go beat those guys. You don't see option teams very often anymore. And there's always that conversation about trying to prepare for them on a short week, and how or just a regular week yep. and not having multiple weeks to prepare. How challenging was it? Obviously, whatever you guys did, it worked out well. What was some of the process for getting ready for them? Well, I'll tell you, one of the most challenging things is you don't recruit triple option offensive players. So, like your offensive scout team is. You know, we recruit big offensive linemen. I mean, we've got tackles that are redshirting right now. We've got two tackles that are six, five, three hundred plus pounds. You know, Kennesaw. You know, with that triple option, they don't. They get more of athletic, lean top offensive linemen that can get to second level, that can cut you and do different things. So, you know, not you always think about just the defensive side of things. Well, what's the scheme? How are you going to handle the triple? But you got to put an offense out there to show them it. And uh, I thought those guys did a great job for us all week. Our scout team really bought into it, and then our guys played well. You know, we practiced without a ball all week, and I think that was something key too. Do your assignment, tackle your assignment. Don't worry about where the ball is. Go tackle. Go tackle the person. Or, or or butt up the person. We didn't necessarily tackle them all week, but be physical with the person that you're responsible for. And um, you know, bottom line is, I think 
you look at the history of Kennesaw State football over over the time that they've had football, I think we handled them about as well as anybody has. Who played scout quarterback? <laughs> we had we had, we well Strand Smith. Benton, uh, freshman uh, quarterback from Benton High School. Uh, he did a great job for us all week. Austin Myers continues to do a great job for us at, at Scott Team Corbett. We also put put a, uh, a receiver at quarterback as well um, that, could, that was a little bit quicker um, that could get on the edge. So um, we, we, we mixed bag that because they were taking some hits. Who's in charge of that? Who coaches them, teaches them what to do, and puts all these players where you want them? Yeah, so we've, we've got a couple of graduate assistants that spend all their time on scout teams. So they'll actually have scout team meetings, um, you know, while – you know, normal position meetings are going on. We'll have the scout team watching film and learning what they need to do that week and, uh, you know, kind of kind of getting tendencies. And, you know, a lot of times you can get some tendencies on quarterbacks. Now, not necessarily a triple option quarterback, but quarterbacks, how they how they clap or, or do they lick their fingers before they're going to throw the football, right? Or are they going to rub their towel before they throw the You know, there's just different things that you can get that you try to get guys to imitate and emulate in, in practice that can help us get an edge on Saturday. So, um, you know, our graduate system, but obviously our coordinators, you know, it all falls under their umbrella. Um, and, and Coach Kitchens did a great job putting a scheme together. Um, I thought our, our players bought into what we were trying to do, and, and, and the results uh, were good. Talking to Nathan Brown, if you're just tuning in here at the Little Rock Touchdown Club, thanks to Arkansas Urology, um, you have a player in your team, Coach, that is now 3-for-3 three three <laughs> with three touchdowns in his career. Kylan James threw another one on Saturday, threw one last year and two now this year. Um, My question to you: Did you know it was coming? You know we do that no. when it, when we when we bring when, when we need a nail in the coffin, we usually have something like that up our sleeve. Well, as soon as he caught it, I knew he was going to throw it, and uh, <laughs> I assumed he would complete it, and I assumed it'd be a touchdown because that's what happens. But um, I'm just curious about the timing of it. How does it keep working so well? Timing. I mean, it, it, and we we have been having success with with that gap scheme run concept, and and uh, this was a a pass off the gap scheme run concept and so they were really getting nosy um, with their with their third level players and nosy. so when those third level players start coming and filling gaps you know that, that you, you you stock block and go and, and good things happen and come, come sniff up here boys <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it, it, i mean gosh i mean what, does anybody in the country have a better passer rating no i mean it's it's unreal yeah to have a that trick play that works every single time is awfully nice i mean and it's it's amazing to me but kylan's pretty special with the way he throws it too he's pretty good he's, he's just an unbelievable football player i mean you and and, and 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 when he's got the ball in his hands good things usually happen might be worth the tv feature just saying Three for three? Three for three, three in for his three. career. Okay. Three touchdowns. I like it. I, mean, I think he's two for two right now for like 130 yards and two touchdowns. I have I mean, to look at his like his career quarterback rating has got to be dumb. It's it's almost 1,000. <laughs> it's got to be. Because <laughs> he's throwing – the one went for 80 and this last one went for 60? 50, yeah. yeah. What do you do this week for the bye week? Yeah, so we, we're going to – we're beat up. I mean, bottom line is when you played seven straight weeks, um, you know, when week eight is your, your bye week, I mean – uh, that's fairly late in the season. So um, we're going to rest up. We're going to hit the weight room hard. I mean, we're going to get in the weight room. We're going to do a lot of stretching. Um, but it's going to be a really, really big week for our developmental guys, um, some of our second, third, and fourth team guys, um, guys that may be red shirting. Uh, we're going to spend a lot of time on them, put a point of emphasis on, on player development. Um, and we'll, we'll still get good practice in. We're going to practice, plan on practicing Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Um, we'll give the guys a weekend off. Um, just let them, you know, I always tell people this, like not just rest physically, but like the mental and emotional side of it too. Like I think that's the toll that gets people in a college football season, not only coaches but players, is just the, the mental grind. And and so to be able to relax and, and be able to, if they can get home, if they're close enough to home, or just relax around the community, Conway, whatever it is, that's going to be huge for them. And, and uh, obviously 
get to sit back on Saturday and watch other people beat each other up, you know, and that's fun to do. Do you do any planning for your next opponent this week? We do. We do. We'll, as a staff, we'll be prepared. We'll be ready. We'll be we'll be ready by Thursday with some some semblance of a game plan. Um, mainly Tuesday and Wednesday practices will be uh, will be more so good on good. You know, really us versus us uh, type practice. Thursday we'll, we'll introduce North Alabama, who we play next week for homecoming, and then Sunday night um, we'll have a huge, not a huge, but a big big, big prep practice uh, for North Alabama. So really we're kind of stealing two days off of a bye week, which is huge. You, we just mentioned a guy on your team from Arkansas. You've recruited the state well, and you and I have talked about this over the you know the year, really the last couple of years since the uh, NIL stuff's happened, and then they've made it easier to transfer. But um, – where have you mined, I guess, for non-high school kids the most, and what's been, what do you see being the future for a school at the level of UCA for for kids that don't come out of the high school ranks? Man, that's a great question, and and I think I think we're getting a different caliber of junior college kid. I really do, and we discussed that before. That you know, a lot of these mid-major schools and and like Memphis, Tulsa, Arkansas State. You know, they're sitting there poaching the poaching the uh, transfer portal. They're waiting for Georgia's backup safety to want to leave, right? As opposed to going to the Mississippi Junior Colleges and getting a stud in the junior college, they're, they're going to wait for that backup safety that was a four-star that didn't play in at Georgia or Alabama or Arkansas or wherever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like we're able to get a little bit different caliber player in the junior college system, and so we're hitting that hard. I've actually got uh, three or four coaches already out on the road this week uh, in, in the in the Texas Junior College in, in, in Kansas, in, in, in Mississippi, also hitting some high schools along the way um but but again we've got to we've got to be aggressive in the transfer portal as well um i think we ended up with seven portal kids this year um i'm I'm looking at the teams that we've played and that are in our conference and i'm i'm seeing an average of about 14 to 15 portal kids on every team so that's about double what we have i don't know whether that's the magic number you know a lot of that's based on region and where you're at and, and and obviously you know getting the caliber player you want to get but we have to put an emphasis on transfer portal. It's important, but I still say this, and I'll say this till I'm, I may die on, the, die on the sword doing this, but I still say to, at our level you got to build with high school kids. Yeah. And so we're going to continue to push that hard, and it starts in the state of Arkansas. We I don't care whether you're talking about pro or you're talking about college at the you know the FBS level, FCS level, or high school even. Something we saw as an emphasis this last weekend is effective, and not you know it seems like schools and and programs and organizations don't always do such a great job with that, but. It's getting the ball to your playmakers. And yeah. I love what you guys have done this year with your running backs. Obviously, Darius Hale is as good as a guy you're going to find in America at your level, or really yeah. just about any level. And Kylan James, a guy who deserves a lot of touches, too, and you've been able to incorporate him. Curious about the balance of that. And then another guy like Christian Richmond, who was a stud receiver, uh, 12 catches, which set an ace on record this last weekend, and had no catches the week before. But obviously, you guys looked at the numbers and were like, uh, that's not going to do. So how do, how do you do that without being too obnoxious about it and, you know, forcing things? Yeah, I, well, the – it comes with a lot of prep. It comes with a lot of scheming. Uh, you know, Coach Collins and, and our and our offensive staff work hard on finding a way to get playmakers the ball. And we talked about this before the season ever started that you're going to see a lot more two running back sets because of how good Darius is. You can't pull Darius off the field, right? I mean, he's just one of the best there is at our level. Um, but we feel we felt like, and obviously it's 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 uh, it's coming to fruition that. Kylan James is one of the best players on the field every week too. So we've we've done a lot more two running back sets. He's our second or third leading receiver out of the running back position, and obviously you see him every Saturday. I mean, we split him out. He's in the backfield. We motion him. We do different things like that. But then you got guys like Gerard Barnes and Christian Richmond. I mean, you've got you have to find a way to get those guys the football. And so you know, quick screens, getting the ball in their hands in space. I mean, that's what we were able to do on Saturday. Christian Richmond, you know, he 
he uh, you know we got him involved very early, and I think that got his confidence up. That got his got got maybe got his mojo back a little bit, mm-hmm. um, you know. And so so that was big. And so you know your your job as an offensive offensive minded coach is to is to be creative. And when I say creative, it is figure out ways to get balls to your playmakers. You watch Kansas City Chiefs, the Buffalo Bills, they do crazy stuff to get balls to their playmakers. I mean that and that's the that's the top 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 deal there in the NFL best offenses in the in the world but but again you you try to imitate what those guys do and you see it every week they're going to find creative ways to get their studs the ball and that's what we have to do too you, you know run plays you know who the ball's going to 100%. I mean unless there's an option obviously but pass plays we're always thinking okay well the quarterback's going to read the situation and then he's going to throw it to the open guy but you have plays set where the ball is automatically going to a player oh yeah oh yeah yeah and, 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 and mo- most of the time it's quick stuff um, most times, quick stuff or screens. Uh, if if it's a drop back pass, it's obviously a read situation for the quarterback. And and we've been fortunate enough. I think Will's had about as as good a five week stretch as you could ask a quarterback to have. I mean, you know, his first two weeks was a little shaky, right? I mean, Ole Miss can have a reason to do with that, you know. But even the Missouri State week, it wasn't. You know, that's was his first game as a starter, and and he's gotten so much more confident in in what we're trying to do. And um, we're asking him to do more and more now that he get now that he's understanding what we're trying to accomplish and he's having success. We were talking about Ole Miss a little earlier. Can you give us a scouting report on them? So I'm going to be honest with you. I think that's the best Ole Miss team. Now, I haven't played. We, we obviously don't play them every year. Um, but we're, the difference in Ole Miss this year and the, and the difference, in my opinion, Ole Miss in the past is Ole Miss can stop you this year. Their defense is really, really good. Um, you know, and, and, and when I say that, they've got four, I think it was four, five, five starters that were FBS, all-conference, or player of the year uh post player of the years from years past that are in their starting lineup right now they've got a they've got a freshman of the year from iowa state in the big 12 they got the uh, the the mac play, uh, defensive player of the year starting linebacker at Cent- from central michigan i mean they got a uh, big 12 co-freshman of the year two years ago from tcu i mean they've got they've just in their transfer portal world they have reloaded and so um so i i think that's the difference i don't think that they have matt corral at quarterback i think jackson dart's a great player and he's getting more and more confident um and 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 we didn't see much of jackson dart till the second half because uh the all-timer kid started against us but but again you look at what their defense is and you know i mean you shut Kentucky down. I mean, you 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 basically went you you basically went you know in, in a big big moment you went against Auburn. I mean, I think they can stop more people this year than what they have done in the past. They're really good, and and I I was impressed. And I told you that you know the week the, the week of and after the game that uh, to me that's where their biggest difference maker was watching last year's film on them as opposed to this year's film. I thought they were more athletic, faster, and uh, you know got to the ball quicker on defense. We were also talking about goalposts. How much do goalposts cost? More than we more than we have a budget for. <laughs> are there is that fifty thousand? I, I really don't know. Uh, I mean, I know what a I know what a, a practice goalpost is, which is obviously not a not as extent and high and all that. Um, and that's that's a, that's a ten thousand dollar purchase. So I would say that a, a real one from the SEC. I would say I would say Tennessee's probably probably got a, a six figure bill. Or excuse me, no, yeah, six figure bill this year, this week on uh, replacing goalposts. Along with probably probably some turf too. Yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> I'm sure that turf's that, that that grass is probably pretty batted down. So yeah, that was an interesting game for sure. But it was fun to watch. So when you see a program like Kennesaw State, there's been a lot of talk. I mean, more smoke than fire, obviously, around Central Arkansas about moving to the FBS level in football. I mean, I know you guys have discussed it, but you, you see a, a program like that, and maybe Kennesaw State's long-term plan is not to play in an 8,000 seat facility where they're getting 4,500 like they did on Saturday. 
Um, but it is hard to understand why that's so attractive to uh, Conference USA. I just, I, you know, I, I, I would attribute it to maybe the Atlanta market. I mean, I could see where, yep. um, you know, their media market's probably pretty large there. Um, and, and uh, you know, they've had a lot of success um, in a short amount of time. Their enrollment's big there. I yep. mean, that's a that's a high enrollment university. So I'm sure there's a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot of things that I don't get that goes into the decision involved to get the invitation. I'm sure some of it has to do with a lot of it has to do with sports and athletics and 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 the success. I'm sure in facilities, but I'm sure a lot of it has to do with just the university prestige. Maybe the uh, maybe the enrollment. Maybe the, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of things involved, and 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 so we played. You know, basically we played two years in a row against teams in the A-Sun Conference, basically the week of they announced that they're going to uh, make the FBS jump and beat them both. You know, Jacksonville State last year was around the same time. Yeah. They, they made the announcement, hey, we're going to go, we, we've got a Conference USA bid, we're going we're gonna to make the jump. We went over there and we handled them. And so maybe uh, maybe more people, so, need, more people need to announce they're going, going up. I hope <laughs> North Al announces this week. That'd be great. Yeah, yeah good. no doubt. You talked about a refreshing week for the players. What about you? What What are you going to do? How do you uh, recharge? <laughs> well, it's it it is. It's important and uh, it's a grind. It's just you know mentally, mentally and, and emotionally for a coach is is just such a uh, such an up and down deal. Whether you're winning, losing, whatever it is, I mean, it's just football season so so tough on you. And uh, I'm so happy that our coaches can just take a breath that they can uh, that they can relax, see their families. Uh, I know for for Jessica and I, we've got we've got soccer games this weekend. We've got uh, we got to go to Memphis to watch Riley play soccer. We could, Luke's got a soccer game in I don't know Conway or somewhere. I mean, we're going to be all over here. So so I, I'm not going to be laying on the couch. I mean, like in a perfect world, I'd probably be laying on the back deck, got the TV on, you know, order a pizza or something and watch football and hang out with the kids and family. But we're going to be watching some watching some soccer and. Watching them compete, and that's awesome, though. I'm how, excited about it. How do you stay even keel? Because the thing that stands out to me about you, and obviously I've known you a long time, but it still impresses me. When I, I wake up on a Sunday morning after you guys <laughs> have lost a tough game, and I look on social media, and you're either getting out of church with your family with a big smile on your face, or you're at a <laughs> soccer or baseball game with a big smile on your face. How do you stay even? Just you got to be consistent, you know. And and when when a when a when a program and a place means so much to you, you can deal with anything, right? So like. It's like when people say, people always ask me, well, why are you, why are you, why do you speak so well when you talk about football or UCA or whatever it is? I'm like, because I'm passionate about it. I mean, bottom line is, I, I'm built for this opportunity, right? Like whether we're winning, losing, whatever the situation is, I'm built for this, and I think God's placed me in this position for a reason. Um, I've got an awesome family, and uh, I want to make sure that they're blessed um, at the same time as our players and our staff and our, our, you know, we're stewarding a program for the University of Arkansas, and so whether you're winning or losing, you you want to make sure that that looks looks successful when it's all said and done, and it's easier said than done. That don't mean I. That doesn't mean I don't have ulcers in there, or that that there's days where Jessica wants to throw me out out the door because I'm being a jerk, or 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 that I that I'm, you know, maybe not in the best mood. But 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 it's about it's about living life and moving forward, living in the now, and uh, you know, represent represent yourself, your program, and your family to the best of your ability. And that's all you can do. I mean, that's all you can do. And we're in a profession where it's hard to do that. There's no doubt. There's no question about it. And so you're const- you're constantly on the on the front page of the paper, or you're constantly your successes and your failures are are uh, being judged and that's fine that's the, that's what you signed up for and that that's all fine and dandy but how do you respond to it i think that's the most important thing coach i appreciate you very much look forward to your speech are you going to do uh strict strictly q a are you talking i'm talker yeah you are <laughs> i'm looking forward to it well i'm, I'm good uh look forward to that part too but uh, we enjoy the q a with you today justin west i appreciate you guys you guys are awesome thank you appreciate Thanks. it all right nathan brown from central arkansas we'll